Thank you so much for joining me this week as everything is perfect in the world. My name is Scott Bowser. This is the Lux Stops Here podcast, and I have a great one today. I have comic C.J. Sullivan, who uh, originally from the South Jersey Philly area, and they breed degenerate gambling there. Like, like, And what's really funny is I wish I would have listened to this other podcast before, but I was just listening to the whistleblower show about the NBA referee scandal, and it turns out like all these guys are from like that specific county right outside of Philadelphia, which I think is really hilarious because it's like a, a bunch of NBA referees all come from this one place because they're all perfect at, at fixing games. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. I wish I would have gotten into that this week, but guess what? That means I got to have CJ back on and do another one. So buckle up and uh, make sure since you're already here listening, uh, feel free to hit subscribe and go ahead and give us a five star review or the rating and leave a review. Ah, that means the world to the show, and it's helping us grow each week. Thank you so much for being a part of it, and here's C.J. Sullivan. All right, I am here this week with comedian, podcaster, and gambler, C.J. Sullivan. C.J., how you doing, buddy? Great, Scotty. How we doing? Fantastic, man. Vegas is a, it's a little rough out here right now with uh, everything yeah, going on. Yeah, you see my background? I'm also in Vegas here. <laughs> I thought I'd join the party and, uh, you know, you got this. This one. My... <laughs> Raiders are here. You know, I know it's so rough. Dude, that's a pretty cool little. Uh... For those listening, you can't see, but he's got a Vegas Raiders helmet on now, thanks to yeah. technology in front of the famous Vegas sign. Uh, where honestly, if you're looking to see uh, skanky tourists, the Vegas sign, the girls taking selfies out in front of that are yeah. where they're at. That's where. It, that's the spot. I like, and I like the city skyline in the visor of the helmet of josh jacobs or something like oh that. man there's sky strip these are the three vegas filters i downloaded this is it I'm, <laughs> I, I, just, I just ran out i just blew my wad right there first 30 seconds probably the stuff that's i'm gonna make the show you know you're you're the first person to bring some uh to to bring some charm like that to the show i really appreciate that because yeah no problem it's uh well it's basically all i got so <laughs> like oh no no you got more of that like Dude, uh, where were okay, I know you're in LA via Chicago, but uh, where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from uh, South Jersey or New Jersey, uh, right near Philadelphia. Near Philly. Okay, great. Um, did so you went to Atlantic City then, growing up? I imagine. Of course, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get a frame of reference where you first started gambling at. Ah, uh, well, I mean, shit. <laughs> Definitely in school, when we, like when like in grade school, we started like in. Uh, I remember in fifth grade, I would we be, I'd take my friends like football bets. Like we take we write we rip the point spread out of the Courier Post, which was the South Jersey newspaper, and then people would circle whatever they wanted the Courier Post, and we'd bet like dollars on those games. But then Atlantic City was all high school and, and a track, of course. The New uh, Garden State Parkway was right down the street from our high school on Route seventy, and we go there during lunch and shit, and come back and then. Uh, yeah, my grandpa- my grandparents started taking me to Santa Anita and Hollywood Park in L.A. when I was like twelve. Yeah, yeah, the track was great. Bro. Yeah, it was, it was a great date night too. Um, two dollar tickets. So okay, so your first bet were like those old school bets, just doing that. Like I personally, like I occasionally, me and my grandpa would place little bets on sports throughout the year yeah. on baseball and football, but then uh. When I was like in high school or just like at my senior year of high school and then right out of it, I was a delivery driver for a pizza place where it was a bookie spot. And then I started placing bets with bookies when I was probably like 18, 19 there. So when did you place your first like sports bet? Sports bet? That's that's trying to remember that. Um, well, one – I guess, yeah, definitely – I mean, it was great school, and I was. Uh, but then when it got, became real bets, where things got out of hand, I guess would be high school, <laughs> where things got away from us, you know, a little bit, you know, get away from you. So, yeah, it's I never learned my lesson. I I never learned the lesson of letting it go of gambling. I, I I'm always chasing, you know. Like, um, I remember my dad tried to teach me. Uh, he, he played three card money with me. Took all my pennies, and we, we would play pennies. We played the game Tripoli. He took all my pennies one time playing three card money, trying to teach me a lesson of gambling. You know, and I came back, I was my mom came back and I was crying, but it didn't all all I want to do is get my money back. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kept me my entire life. My entire life I'm just trying to get those pennies back. 
mega stuck. And it's it's never really hasn't quite worked out yet. No, it hasn't worked out. I'm still stuck. But I don't know. I got a feeling. I got I got Clippers later tonight. You know, I like that play. That's a good play. Um, I was taking yeah. a look at the NBA action today earlier. Actually, it's nice having NBA back because, um, like I was doing well beginning of football season, and then I just started getting yeah. my ass whooped on it. Football's tough. There I was just reading about college football, how hard college football is because this year, especially, like even like the people who have like the systems, you know, whatever your most FBI, whatever, because there's no regulation with COVID of practices, who's in, who's out. But they just say, yeah, twenty five people are out due to whatever, like a vague thing. Okay, they zoom, they're fine, and you have no idea. Like, uh, yeah, and like, and not only that, like even like. Each conference has its own rules in college football. Right. And then within the conference, each state's putting their own regulations down. So like, yeah. for like Pac-12, California was playing by different rules than Colorado, who's playing by different rules than Washington, than Arizona. It's a, it's a fucking clusterfuck, dude. It was crazy. How about Colorado had their equipment truck halfway through from Boulder to L.A., waiting to see if they were going to play in that game last week? Yeah, against, uh, against SC. Yeah, like – no, it's an absolute, like, I'm glad a lot of these teams are just saying, nah, fuck it, we're not going to play these stupid bowl games. Like, that's the last thing we need to do right now. And you, But the only reason why they're not doing it is because they're not making money off it because there's no fans. The bowl yeah. games are all about money, and if they don't have the ticket, if they don't have the ticket, like the box office, they're not going to make any money. they got to split the TV rights with the conference. Like, fuck it. Because college football was so transparent this year, like how much it was about money. They're like, ah, whatever. I mean, sure, things really cleared up. Like the Pac-10 said, absolutely not. Then, like, well, if everyone else is doing it, well, that's the thing. A lot of science. A lot of science came out in the last month. Oh, really? What was there? I didn't hear a cure in, uh, in October. <laughs> yeah. Big Ten and Pac-10, Pac-12 were right. both just basically like, hey, fuck it. If everybody else is doing it, we're getting in on the cash grab too. As a quick, yeah, who cares? And they should have just done it back in September when everybody else did and had a longer season. And they they would have had more leeway with canceling games right. and rescheduling. It's it's ridiculous, you know, and like it's crazy out here in Vegas right now where like they just built this fucking three billion dollar stadium or whatever for the Raiders and UNLV that hasn't had yeah. a single person in it all year. I know. <laughs> LA's got the same with the Rams and Chargers. The yeah. So it's amazing. But like, yeah, take a virtual tour of it. That's, that's great. <laughs> I think I read something that's like 10, 11 billion dollars in stadiums this year between Vegas and L.A. where no sure. one's gone to a game in it. Have you gone to uh, – so where do you live in Vegas, by the way? I live over, like, uh, Summerlin area, uh, Summer yeah. Springs kind of. Do you know where that is on the west, like, northwest side? I do know where that is, actually. I love, I love, all my friends are – I have friends who live in Vegas. I was in you one of them. But, like, I, I get so jealous when they tell me about their setup. Like, yeah, I got this three-car garage with a yeah. pool. <laughs> I, got, I got it for about 25000 like a voucher i think for playing blackjack all night they just give you a house and shit out there it is like, it's so cheap out there because it is construction on deserts land it's amazing i basically pay the same for like a one-bedroom condo here with like laundry and unit and everything i need uh for the same price that in east hollywood i had like a it was a studio that was roach infested where there was no laundry mm-hmm. in the building and i'd have to walk down to the laundromat so it's pretty dude it's pretty nice like I've been recommending to a lot of friends, like, hey, if you have the money right now, buy, like, an $80,000 condo out here, Airbnb it out, and yeah. you'll, you'll kill it. Like, Vegas seems pretty open, too. I was the one of the people I was talking to. They, they, did they not care or anything? I like that. Uh, they care about the gambling part, but the clubs and stuff you can still go out to. No, like, <laughs> dude, that would be that. you can, uh, like, I went to the casino twice during all this. Uh-huh. And uh, both, or maybe three times actually. Now that I think about it, but like a couple times, it's just like go to get the sandwich I like because it's at the that's the place, right? You right. Know? <laughs> that's sports book or something. Yeah, and then uh, I, I went for Preakness. I wanted to go bet on that. Um, but like the the weird thing is, is like now they have like these electronic socially distanced like black like yeah, you're ki- just doing, yeah, like these kiosks. Right. So it's like a machine, but they're all socially. So it's like if you and I were to sit up, we'd be distanced out from each other. And they come and do cocktail service like crazy there because there's a bunch of people at one spot. But they have a live Baccarat dealer, a live roulette dealer, and a live cra- uh, blackjack dealer with automated crabs. So we all sit there at the machine and we play that against the ha- you know against this live right. dealer up there. But what's funny is we're all getting the same blackjack hand. Yeah. <laughs> 
How can you? That's that's must be weird having to curse out a dealer from a distance like that. Yeah. <laughs> I I said you're a piece of shit. Shove that stiff card up your ass, dude. I shit you not. The last time I went to do that to go there and play, um, I was it was like I think the day of the Kentucky Ole Miss game, if I'm not mistaken, calls football. Yep. All right, and or the, Alabama Georgia was that day too for sure. And I had a few big bets in the sports book, so I was just kind of riding those out, and I did well that day. But, dude, uh, there was a guy in that area like that plugs in, casino employee, like a comic who just goes in there and does crowd work for all the people. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude. You know, this is the first time I've told anybody this. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Guy doing oh, crowd work. And I back, almost – I was Back up that whole story because I was kind of phasing out anyway. What? What? They hired a guy to do crowd work to people waiting in line in the sports book? No, no, no. It's the those electronic kiosk games. So oh, I was okay. I was kind of like it's not that far from the sports book, but there's a pretty cool I bar see. right there. So I was right. watching the games on the bar because I didn't want to hang sure. out where there's everybody packed in the sports book. So the table area, the table games area, there was a comic we're doing crowd work. Yeah, but it's like like I said, it's like the ta- a lot of the table games have been replaced by this electronic kiosk system. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of people playing all a variety of games, kind of boxed in, and this guy doing crowd work on and walking around with his wireless mic. Was he officially hired, or is it like one of those shows? Like, uh, it's definitely one of those. Sh- it's definitely sounds like one of those one of the uh, shows that we obviously grew up on, where people are not expecting comedy, like at a bar, yeah, yeah. Or a restaurant, and the last thing they want is a a show a, a show unconsensually forced upon them. And yeah, and this, you imagine you imagine getting soaked in blackjack and some fucking guys making fun of your shoes. Put a wireless, <laughs> put a Janet wireless mic. Oh my god! Do they want to murder? Especially, show. especially like where this is. This is out near. Uh, this is at Red Rock. I don't know if you've ever been there at the Red Rock Resort Casino. I have, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of out in the boonies, man. I wouldn't want to mess with anybody where the national parks right next door and they can get rid. Yeah, hasn't real Vegas quick. had enough shootings for Christ's sakes? They want to. There have. They, now they, they want to entice the, the gamblers to kill, to kill people. Dude, there has been a lot of shootings lately, and you know what uh, just happened last week? A body was found in the lake of the gated community of one Orenthal James Simpson. Oh my! What? Yeah, and so uh, my my girlfriend today did a little snooping on the internet where they identified the victim, went to her Facebook page, and found a picture of her. I'll send it to you. Looks almost exactly like Nicole, dude. Like, Wait, oh, a body was found in OJ's lake in the gated community he lives in. So, like in his area. Oh, he's in the community. Yeah, he's in the vicinity. Yeah, and they say there's no foul play. Uh, that she drowned, like trying to swim in this lake, acting like an asshole. <laughs> I I kind of agree with that. It's, it's a, that's a tough tough break for OJ. He's had a few in his life. Yeah, yeah. he's also had a couple good breaks. We got to break it. You know, it's been it's been bouncing out. It's it's funny because I work right over by the Palace Station. That's for like my exit to get yeah. off on the freeway on the way to work. So every day I think of OJ because that's where he got arrested, or that's where he got in trouble right. for the robbery. Right. Where he did the heinous crime of stealing sports memorabilia. Stealing his own sports memorabilia that was stolen from him back. Like, yeah. I mean, he did use a gun. Or someone had a gun. My buddy hangs out with him out there now. He's like trying to tell us how great he is. Make sure, I'm sure he's great to hang out with. I know where he hangs out. And once this stuff dies down, I'm going to go over there and see if I can get him on the show. Because I think that would be... <laughs> oh, he'll do it, apparently. He's a good guy. I'll, t- I'll give you his connection uh, later. All right. Um, I, yeah, I, I, my buddy's got his number. I kind of have a connect... Uh, in Well, I have... Conseco, Jose Canseco's manager's info now. Yeah. But he, oh, really? Yeah, he wants oh, too much. Jose, he'll definitely do it. Yeah, he one thing about OJ, money, you, though. You, one thing about OJ, though, you can't ask him about the Hertz commercials. Everything else is on the table. <laughs> he doesn't he'll answer anything else. I just, but, uh, I just, honestly, I just wanted to kind of do a, um, a fantasy football like special like, with him. <laughs> like, <laughs> just his takes. Oh, he'd love to do that. His twi- his Twitter his Twitter's hilarious. When he's like, okay, football fans, like anyone's tuning in for OJ to hear his fucking football takes. Yeah, no, it's just, <laughs> dude, I, cause like, have you ever done shows with Kato Kalen? Like Delvin Cook looking good as a running back. Yeah, we we know OJ. Now <laughs> let's talk about you being a. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about you getting away with murder. Let's talk about your book. If I did it, right. <laughs> Have you ever have, have, you you, gone, have you ever done comedy with Kato Kalin? No, I have not. I've done a show with him before, and he's pretty cool. And like, he's yeah. very aware of Imagine. the fact that like 
yeah, my whole claim to fame is the OJ thing, so make fun of it about me all you want. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else is we going to talk about, Kato? <laughs> <laughs> and I did go on the OJ murder tour before I left L.A., where, Brentwood, yeah. Where uh, the guy drives you around in a 92 Bronco around Brentwood, takes you out of the locations, and like, so you're snooping outside in a cold pad in a white Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not exploitive at all. I like that. That's yeah, fun. It's pretty funny, and he went to school with the kids, so he knows the area pretty well, and he's he's in on it. But uh... yeah, for sure. I was I was walking around there actually, uh, walking around. It's something I do different walks in different neighborhoods what's that street on brentwood that it's on bundy like, bundy yeah it seems like they stretched out but bundy's like 12 blocks like it's like there's like 12 different bundies there i think just to get the the, the attention for that uh yeah make money. uh like kip madsen and doug perkins and those guys used to have a car, the comedy car hole show on bundy but like way yeah. south like way down right right yeah that's a different further bundy. south from yeah where like that bundy was but i like that's uh Norm McDonald used to drop in there all the time, and that ties into OJ because I love. Ever seen Norm's comments on OJ's videos? Yeah, it's what, I mean, on his video, <laughs> and I haven't seen his videos. I know it kind of. Yeah, Nor- normal fucking like when OJ does like the Twitter videos, like at a golf course. Norm uh-huh. would be like, "Hey, that's in Vegas at this course on that hole." <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's hilarious! Yeah. Go find them. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a big Norm versus OJ showdown one of these days out here. But no, Canseco is out here. Uh, Flavor Flav. We got Mike Tyson. We got we got a good crew, you know. <laughs> if, if you're casting a surreal life, yeah. yeah. I guess um, Canseco will talk about how he knows alien technology and the secrets of Bigfoot. I, I can't imagine there's some, anything that Oz, uh, Jose Canseco will not talk about. Now, I can't imagine him saying, no, no, that, that is off the – that is it's off the board I, for uh, Seiko. Me and Sean Flannery, of course, we used to love how we, we used to call he's we used to love how he was like the uh, basically like the Keith Moon of steroids. Like anytime, <laughs> like like there be stories of like in Toronto, like Clemens and them. Like what is this here? I'll take it. He just grabs it out of their hands and pops them in. Like I'll take it. Like I'll, I'll tell you in an hour if it does anything. Like he just didn't give a shit. He was just doing like he was like a rock star, with, with, but with steroids, just injecting and snorting everything. I mean, it adds up, dude. He was banging Madonna. He's doing all kinds of stuff, dude. I love him. You know, and they, you know, they never talk about it. it's Ozzy Canseco, also on steroids, but because that doesn't, but. That doesn't help their narrative that steroids make you a good baseball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same sucks. thing with Giambi. Same thing with Jeremy Giambi. Giambi's brother. Yeah, like, yeah. I just steroids. Are, yeah, don't don't mention that. We we want to prove that steroids help you, not make you a terrible <laughs> ball player. Because yeah, some of those guys just combine the steroids with the greenies and are so like ad like right like they're just tw- nerve twitching everywhere. They can't hit a they can't square up a ball doing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just love the seventies. They would take. Those amphetamines. It would take like 150 pills, like just yeah. and separating them into little piles and of like 15 and 20, like, like and do a decathlon or some 70s gross thing. It's all about that. It's like that card game in Disorderlies where they take the old man's pill and they're like, <laughs> yes, they're divvying them up, playing with them. That's a fantastic Disorderly reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, have you, you been to? What's go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. No, no, I was just going to ask a stupid thing if you've ever been to. Let me get a more seasonal here. Here we go. <laughs> um, there's a Post Malone. This is Hipster Santa. It's got Post, Post Malone. Yeah, your Post Malone hands. Santa now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> of course, now you can see my, now you can see my Dude, bedroom. Look, it's, like, it's like Aryan Brotherhood Santa. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Now, I was just going to ask if you've been to that new casino, Circa, and down is that downtown Circa? Yeah, it's downtown. I haven't been there yet. It's like, dude, it's seriously like two, three miles from where I work. It's really close. Um, I, heard, I heard a sports book there. It's supposed to be incredible. Yeah, Sean Green and Ryan Kramer did an episode of Sports Gambling Podcast out there before a Thursday night game. And I, oh, wow. I couldn't make it there. And But uh, I'm spo- we're supposed to get comp for March Madness like by the owner like, and yeah, the, yeah. the sports book. Yeah, like, that pool. Get the booths and yeah, yeah, get the full VIP treatment at the book. But yeah, they have the pool where you can like hang out in the pool while while watching all the games in the sports book. Like, yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, and you know, like, what's, you know what's cool about it is, dude. Like, um, 
uh, it's a twenty-one and over casino, and I know that sounds stupid, but like, it means the, all the difference. Adults only, and it's not like anything pornographic. And it's so great. Oh, there's been so many new girls. No, it, we just don't want any goddamn kids screaming. Around. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. I, and like people don't realize a lot of these spots. Like in the nineties, there they like tried to turn it into Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, it's like so gross. And so you have all these like MGM, Treasure Island type spots. I mean, Circus Circus has been around forever and it has its certain own charm. Yeah. But like a lot of those spots, yeah, they're. I mean, they're literally built for the kids to run around while the parents are hitting the slots. And it's like I do not want to be at that place. Right. <laughs> when I'm double fisting like fucking Jameson and beer and trying to fucking like, oh man, not what I'm trying to deal with when I'm out in a casino. <laughs> But, uh, no, I haven't been there, but I have been to Jose Canseco's car wash. Really? <laughs> yeah, where he has, like, cardboard cutouts of his playing days, kind of. But like, Oh, sure. That look like they're in a comic book, like they're panels from a comic book. Oh, and nice. And it's him, like, like they have, like, little, like, captions, like, yeah, I did steroids. Who cares? I also hit a lot of home runs and screwed chicks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> also, you're going to want to get the wax, $15. Yeah. yeah, and, I mean, he has this huge menu at his place of, like, you want the wax in a meet and greet? You want a mat- wax and an autograph? Right. You want a wax and a headshot? Like That's so great. I love the gypsies. What's with the car washes with him? Lenny Dykstra had a whole thing of car washes. Of course, he ran those to the ground. Dude, like every 30 for 30 about every athlete that like really let themselves go after, they always lost their money in car washes. (laughs) It's it's universal, (laughs) dude. Who keeps talking them into car washes and why do they keep buying into it? Like, why do they keep buying? Like, that is a great idea. I I own 12 cars. My accountant says that's stupid, but I need to get them washed. I'm sure everyone else owns 15 cars and if they wreck it, they just leave it, go toss in the gutter, go get another. <laughs> no, like it's got to be something like that. I mean, who knows? It could be a good, like, it could be a way to launder money. You know, like Breaking Bad style. Yeah, but, Breaking Bad style. That, that does make sense. Um, you, you do have also like, um, if you have a lot of cool cars, a place, you know, it might be easier for them to pick up on, on girls. Yeah, you get a disc. <laughs> Wait, did they girls into the cars? Yeah, they're like, hey, you know, I own a car wash. You want to bring it over one time? I'll give it a washing for you. I'll buff, I'll wax, I'll buff and wax you. <laughs> and that's how they go broke. Yeah, like, I, I feel like that's it. Or it's either, I mean, car washes or they try and do restaurants. But I think restaurants make a lot more sense. Like Restaurants make sense. It's common. And I can see how you lose running restaurants very hard. Yeah, you need, to, like, you need to bring the right management people in there. Like who has successful car washes? Like a chain, even White Glove as a chain, still that went bankrupt, didn't it? It had to. Yeah, like, most of them now have been replaced by like someone just like buys like a little like corner of land somewhere and puts mm-hmm. in the quarter ones, the do-it-yourself car washes. Like right, that the machine and the machine just seems so not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's letting a car wash. <laughs> Yeah, because also you got to think of the zoning with all the chemicals you're using and everything. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to just build one anywhere. It's not like like you're buying a very specific plot of real estate when you're doing that. Like, yeah, I want to need two citywide blocks. (laughs) Gonna have a a machine to run through. I'm gonna hire a stat. Oh, you know that's so weird when you go through that car wash and at the end. They have like the guys that are their towel drying your windshield. I'm like, do I tip them? I don't want to open the window and, and water. Yeah, and then it just messes it you all know? up. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not really doing anything. What is this? They're like paid window dryers. Yeah, you're, I think you're supposed to tip those guys. Uh, you know, um, at Canseco spot though, he does have a pop. Uh, what's it called? Pop shot. You know, where you yeah, can, and then they got, that makes sense since he was a baseball player and have a basketball <laughs> popping shot, yeah. sure. And then a, a few slot. He's got qu- actually quite a few video poker machines in there. I would say around twenty or so. Well, of course. I mean, that's the thing with Vegas, though. Like, no matter where you're at, you're going to have a video poker machine. Yeah, you have. To, it's it's by law. You have to have. A, if people walk by it, you have to have a video yeah. poker machine there. A church confessional booth. There's gonna be a video <laughs> poker machine in there. You know what I want to do is uh, I want to, like, dude, if my Patreon ever blows up and I start making, like, come town money, 
I'm gonna buy like a storefront out here and do a like a social club where we just have a couple uh, card tables, pool table, some TVs, and watch games in the kitchen. Like like we're just hanging out in the back of Satriala's. <laughs> I don't know if I'd wait for the Patreon to blow up. Have you considered faking a disease? Got a Kickstarter going? Kick- <laughs> well, yeah. I, I had a, I used my medical uh, GoFundMe last year for some dental work, and I, I know you're only allowed. <laughs> One medical per life and one passion yeah. project. So I guess I can get this one to <laughs> fall under my passion project quota. That's hilarious. Blowing it on dental work. <laughs> dental work is expensive, but still, like, man, I really could have, I really uh, should have held out for that cancer I got later. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, my choppers, I don't have an ad overbite anymore, at least. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of where we're at as a society. It's like... Eh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. No, hey, what's the, like, okay, what's the most garbage bet you've ever, like, the, because, like, I, I, dude, I once bet, like, the max my bookie would let me have bet on, on the puppy uh-huh. bowl, on the puppy bowl, because Sean Green said he knew some uh, guy that was on the production of it since they pre-tape it, and he was like, it's a lock. It's a sure thing. It's like betting on WWF where you know what's going to happen. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And so I bet, like, I think my our my book was, like, taking, like, a $100 max on it. So I was only able to get into him for 100 on this one. But Don't. then uh, I, I guess they must have confused the two names of the teams. It was, like, Team Rough versus Team Fluff. And my team lost, like, 96 to 19. I know. You ever do one of those? <laughs> it's a short thing and you got the wrong one or it just doesn't turn out that way. Like, yeah. Yeah, why did I believe that information? Yeah. <laughs> I was showing it one a week ago. Um, I'm trying to think of the worst that I felt foolish like that. Because, of course, they're all uh, prop bets. I like when people, are, people just assume Vegas is going to take a million-dollar bet, like, the national anthem for the Super Bowl. Like, why is it Mariah Carey? Just throw it and go <laughs> yeah. under. For... Well, you don't have enough money to buy off Mariah Carey, first of all. And second of all, Vegas isn't going to take a $10 million bet from Mariah Carey on Mariah Carey singing the national anthem. You know, they won't even do NBA slam dunk contests here because it's judges that aren't like licensed officials. Oh, wow. Well, I can see that. So that yeah. Tyson, did you bet? I felt pretty weird betting that Tyson Roy Jones fight. I bet that. <laughs> I should. I'll say fight or whatever it was. I mean, it was hilarious. I actually took Roy Jones. I, I don't know why. I was thinking, well, if I'm not going to knock each other out, he he's was going to go the distance. Yeah. Right. He was obviously uh, got terrible, you, but call, like, like, thank God, thank God for shady shystiness calling <laughs> it a draw. <laughs> I got my money back at least. <laughs> No, like you, dude. When Uncut Gems came out, you had the best take on it because it, it made a lot of people act like they know about sports gambling. Where it's like, dude, it's there, so there's no book on the planet that will ever take that bet. You can't it's, bet a tip off. All these gambling movies, I don't get why. Just hire any consultant, somebody who's ever made a bet in their life to help you out with this. They. <laughs> There were so many. I know. I'm trying to remember. I got so angry because I know everyone loved the movie. It is a good movie at all. It's fine. Yeah, it's a good but movie. It's, but it just made me so angry. All the the uh, the the bets. His first 18 parlay, which was correlated, of course. It was like first half. You know, first half Celtics. Kevin Garnett over. Kevin Garnett wins the tip. All this yeah. fucking bullshit. The first the first parlay that uh, his cousin whatever took from him that he he gave to a bookie, Mike Francesca. Who's an Italian restaurant? Who's yelling at a waiter for putting you know too many croutons in the salad? He's he's not taking a bet that pays out three million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like let alone a let alone a casino is going to do this, and like the whole fucking bet was just absurd. It's just it, it angered. Yeah, no, you you're never like play even like with a like a independent like local neighborhood bookie or right. a casino or whatever. You're never going into the kitchen of a restaurant to. To do it face to face with the guy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and celebrate. You know, what also angry like that when they celebrate like that was uh, Silver Linings Playbook, and people are like, "Oh, you got to see Silver Linings Playbook. It's about gambling, Philly, the Eagles, all this stuff, depression. You, you, you would love it." And it was so, <laughs> fucking, it was so fucking bad. <laughs> De Niro is a bookie or something, or his buddy's a bookie, and so he bets all his money on on the Eagles. So you can get a cheesesteak joint. Like it's like, like an eight-year-old wrote this. 
But and then he sits down next to him and watches the game and talks shit to him. You'd get murdered. Like he's laughing about the Giants beat the Eagles. Oh, and you just lost three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, great. I want to shoot you in the face now. I'm not paying you this. <laughs> but they won it all back in a dance competition. Jennifer Lawrence was amazing. So that that was real. That was the only real gambling apart. When the bookie took a hundred thousand dollar bet on a ballroom dance competition. Dude, like there's a when uh I first got like my first like uh credit sports book app where I was just like kind of going nuts with it because it's like, hey, this guy's giving me like a four hundred dollar line of credit a week, and I can bet yeah. anything on the planet. Let's let's go to town. Like it got to the point where it's like French rugby starts at four a.m. Well, it looks like I'm I'm gonna black out drunk and get, get <laughs> riled up for that at around four a.m. <laughs> we got back to that when the pandemic first started when, it, when, it, when sports was gone and it was Korean baseball that was a new thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was one team was called the Bears too. I had like I almost got bought a jersey because they kept hitting. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny though, like how like I saw a couple people I know like shift into the stock market when pandemic first hit because they're like, hey, this is still going on every day, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this. I'll jump in this with my money. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> And then they lose every. Then the price of oil goes to negative fifty dollars a barrel, or whatever the fuck it did. Like <laughs> everything collapses. It's funny though, like, uh, like, yeah, but like, I. It's also funny, like people's like uh, idea of what a bookie is. They always figure it's like you're placing the bet with Tony Soprano himself, like. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, like the bookie I went to in LA was like this fruity little Asian guy who were like <laughs> pink shirts and like dally, dashed around like kinda like you wouldn't expect that this guy is a pretty big time bookie. Like That's hilarious. You lost your teaser. <laughs> <laughs> my friend uh growing up in Whittier actually, his dude, his dad and grandpa told me a hilarious story because his grandpa was a book growing up and he had mm. a bakery that was his front. And there was like yeah. four baked goods like that they made a month ago that they would leave on the shelf. And right. like people would come in going, Hey, can I get a cake made? And they'd look at him like, What the, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's hilarious. My uncle uh he was a book and he ran uh his front was a newspaper stand kind of thing, you know, like a little bodega where you come and get magazines and newspapers and shit. Uh-huh. And my cousin when he was a kid, he used to work with him all the time and like so he never understood. He's, he before he got what was going on. He's like, the like, cops and firemen are just stopping in the middle of the road and coming to buy Hartford Currents and newspapers. And, <laughs> and shit. Like, 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 why is that guy coming by a People magazine every every Monday? <laughs> he didn't realize he was slipping thousands of dollars. Man. Dude, that's so like, oh, that, 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 that's how these newspaper stands uh, stay afloat. They're a front. They don't. They don't. You have to be running something else and behind the scenes. Yeah, it's all. Uh, yeah, like it would be actually a perfect money laundering front, or just some of us. That's what it was. No, he ran a great business. <laughs> I always think any. I always think any shoe. Anytime you see shoe repairs still going on, like all those things, like those things, like from the twenties and fifties, like oh, that they obviously run numbers or or drugs out of there. I mean, or like VCR no, repair now, like you see exactly, those. Exactly. Like, who's going to get the shit repaired? <laughs> TV VCR, uh, <laughs> like no one's getting even a TV repaired now because it's like no, it's cheaper to just buy repair. a new one. You can't give away a TV. Put it on Craigslist. All right, if you pick it up, you have it. Oh, I got to pick it up. Fuck it, keep it. They, <laughs> that used to be the worst thing. Moving now, you just throw it in the alley. Whatever. These things are <laughs> TVs are more nuisances than anything. Oh man, we're all gonna have TVs implanted under our forehead soon. That's what's gonna. They're gonna start giving away for when you open up a checking account. The new toasters. They're the new toasters. Oh, you know the laundry mat I went to in LA. They actually, I remember them giving away a TV. They were giving away a TV. It's like <laughs> their own TV. Yeah, it was like a, it was a, They were doing like a Super Bowl pool. Oh, that's funny. I remember dive bars. I remember being one dive bar in Chicago. It was great. They had the bars in front of the TV because. And it was like, like they're protecting it. Not that it's just they want to buy a new one, but because like people would get angry. Like that's what TVs are for. We're getting angry. You're throwing beer bottles at it. Like after after a game, so like they put bars in front to break it. It was awful. You couldn't see anything. But <laughs> dude, like a lot of the video poker bars here do um like football pickums, where it's like if you hit the big the 
if you're like the highest person of the week, you yeah. get a free entry in that, like a, f- a football pick on top of, and like, there's like, there's this one bar down the street for me where it's like, dude, I, I was looking at their thing and it's like, if it keeps rolling over, like, dude, someone's going to end up walking with like 17, 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And it's in the, and it's in the house. That's crazy. Yeah, it's funny, like, but, like, yeah, there's a lot of weird, like, football contests that, like, through, so you have to have, like, a, I want to say it's, like, not even a royal flush. It's, like, you have to have, like, a straight flush to qualify to get into it. And then they take all the people that got that throughout the week to put it there in. Like, you're asked to pick, like, hey, what's the game you like this week? And you pick oh, one game. And then, and then. I like cross-sport correlation. So, if you hit something, you hit a bonus in poker, you get into a football pool. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I dude, I uh, on Super Bowl will do cross NBA to Super Bowl. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, cross sport ones are the best. <laughs> yeah, where it's like LeBron James is gonna get more points than Tom right. Brady completions in the Super Bowl. LeBron James points plus Patrick Mahomes pass yards plus uh will Charlie Woods be uh <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Will Charlie Woods have ten girlfriends by the time he's eighteen. Do they need to have a Super Bowl arrest uh pools? Yeah. For sure, absolutely. Because there's usually a player from each team that gets arrested Super Bowl weekend. Somebody always loses their mind the night before a Super Bowl. It's just yeah. too much pressure. Yeah. The one dude drove the Mexico. Was it the Raider? Barrett yeah, Robbins? That, Barrett Robbins. I remember that. We're like, it was in San Diego. The Super Bowl was in San Diego, and this the night before the game, he takes off to Mexico on a bender. Like, I mean, in his defense, what else are you gonna do in San Diego? Even during Super Bowl week, go to fucking Tijuana, have yeah. yourself a night, but make it back in time for the game. Barrett. Yeah, play the game. <laughs> Especially when you're the center, like, dude, you're the yeah. key of the offensive line. You're the guy that has to give it to the quarterback. You're you're the only guy besides the quarterback basically touching at every play. Mm-hmm. Let, you know, like, like, you call and he calls all the plays or whatever. He's like the coach on the field. It's yeah, weird. like you need to be involved. You know, it's funny. You ever hear the story of Max McGee, the guy who scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl history? I know who Max McGee is, right? Yeah, He's drunk the night before. Yeah, I got hammered like. the night before because he thought. There's no way I'm going to play. I'm, like, too old. Like, <laughs> And then, like, the first two guys, like, the first two plays of the game, the guys in front of him got hurt, and he ends up scoring yeah. the first touchdown, still drunk. That's why he's bobbling the ball in his highlights. We went to Tijuana on New Year's a couple of years ago. We're like, what's going to be crazier than T- New Year's in Tijuana, you know? And we actually went to the Holiday Bowl in San Diego on the way there. And it was like, it was, a, I forget who it was. It was, uh, I think it was Northwestern and uh, Utah or something. That sounds ago. about right. Because it's always yeah. Pac-12 versus Big Ten matchup. Right. And it was, and it poured rain. It never poured rain. It was horrible. And Utah was up big. By the time we got to our car, Northwestern already took the lead and came back. So pouring rain, whatever. But then we drove the Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was empty. We're like, what the fuck? Then we realized that we found out that in Mexico, New Year's Eve is a kind of a big religious holiday. And they uh... all go home and have dinner with their family and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one day they don't party. <laughs> yeah, it's the one day we don't party. So we're sitting there eating chips and salsa. We went to the one casino, actually, it was open. And then, um, of course, we lost. But uh, <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? This sucks. We went down to bar, came back the next day. And we, we, we still brought back some Xanax, so we were okay. Yeah, I mean, that's always a good move. I'll tell you, you going down there for it. I like the people. I have a friend who, like, uh, I grew up with that uh, in – because I grew up in Whittier, like, not right outside uh-huh. L.A. And I had a friend where he, like, he didn't even really like going all the way to Vegas most of the time. He just wanted to go gamble in, like, the Palm Springs casinos. And I always thought that was, yeah. like – that was, like, a super degenerate move where it's like, dude, let's just go <laughs> in, like, a couple hours farther. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> That's like, but the real degenerate move is uh, going to State Line to Prim, Nevada, mm. where you, I mean, Vegas is only forty-five minutes from there. You don't stop at Prim, you know. I mean, yeah, you don't stop at Prim. You're you made the commitment. Get get all the way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like let's go go the distance. You know, it's like the field of dreams. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you build it, they will come. You know what the coolest casino I've seen since I moved out here is? is there's one in the back of a truck stop at a like a te- Chevron station. Really? Yeah. So it's like, it's a it's a bigger truck stop, you know, for like people to pull up their long hauls and like there's like a sleeping area for them, mm-hmm. and then there's like quite a few pumps that are like big jumbo ones for these big trucks, but then you have like <laughs> like the mini mart part where you walk in, and there's two sliding glass doors on each side of the beer cooler, 
and they open up and there's like three blackjack that's... tables, a oh. roulette table, a bar, I love... a, like a William Hill sports book. That's just a little mini corner sports book. But yeah, I... yeah, of course. <laughs> and then there's like a few slot machines and it's like, so there's a truck stop casino. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love betting in places where you know you're gonna lose and it's rigged yeah. against you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but you know what? I'll pay for this because I love it. I want to gamble the truck stop. It's... I know I'm not gonna win. I know if I did win, you wouldn't pay me out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like those bars with machines, yeah, they pay out all right. Well, what's <laughs> funny is that's actually a licensed William Hill sports book, so I can cash out. Yeah, on my William sports... Hill will. Okay, you can cash a ticket from like another casino. from another casino there or whatever. I have the William Hill app that I use for most of my betting now. Yeah, so I mean, why would why wouldn't you? And like I do for load, I have to go to a book like that or at one of the casinos like to cash out. Mm-hmm. But to load it, I can go to most Seven Elevens and CVSs. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so it's like go to Seven Eleven, pick up some cigs, uh, some beer, and uh, let me throw fifty bucks in my sports book account. That's incredible. I was in, um, speaking of rigged games, I was in uh, Northern Ireland a year, not this April, April before, but the non-pandemic April (laughs) recently. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was amazing because all the bars, um, the bartenders take your bets. There's a sports book like on every corner, basically, you know, like this they're just like, but they're like Seven Elevens, you know. You just go in there and whatever. And, it's and like shop. the old school East Coast, like off track book era. Absolutely, they're OT. They're basically like OTBs, but it's all sports and everything. And sometimes the bartenders will just take your bets. And I was like, "What is this?" And there's horse racing, you know, going from seven in the morning to whatever through. And that was American. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take your bet." He takes, <laughs> and like, and then we watch it, and then he shuts it off right as soon as it finishes. I'm like, "Wait, a minute, I think they're going." No, you lost. Trust me. <laughs> it's like shut. He had like a, a spiral notebook. He shuts it. I'm like, okay, I guess I lost that, and that's how that's going to be. <laughs> I was like, you know, you have any basketball games on? It's like ballet. No, we don't watch the ballet here. <laughs> I, uh, but I will take your, but I will take your money on it. I've heard that British horse racing is pretty cool if you go to the track, because yeah. instead of it being like paramutual style where you're betting against the, either you have like a Noah book that you're doing it sideways with, or yep. you're just going straight through the the track windows. Whereas in England, like the or Britain, like it'll be a bunch of bookies in like the infield, and you yeah. kind of walk around and price shop. Or you're like, I like this horse. Let's see which one of these assholes has the best price on them. Yeah, and, and there's like four guys who sit in a corner and who they know is gonna they know is gonna win because it's rigged, and you wait to see who they bet at the end. It's like a chalkboard too. <laughs> yeah, and then all the odds just drop from that, and everyone's like, "All right, take whatever the fuck Seamus just had." <laughs> <laughs> they, run, they run like the wrong way. They go out. They go out like in the woods. You can't see them for like eight minutes. Then they come out. There's like a different colored horse. Like, wait a minute, I thought, <laughs> was there a gray horse in this race? What the hell just happened? He's well, I don't know, but he's winning now. If he came from somebody's farm, they had, they had this thing. It's like it's like this fifteen minute race, and like you can bet on how many are just going to survive because there's like seventy horses in there, and it's, oh, it's awesome. And and the, and the odds change mid race. You can like do like live betting mid horse race, which is incredible. that's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so fun. I've anyway, uh, I've watched anyway Ireland five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's an eighty year old man there. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> you're born you're born an 80 year old man they're like here's my son the son is older here's my son john Seamus jr he's 75 i'm 68 have you ever seen these uh like the saudi arabian uh camel races oh yeah, yeah i mean i've seen i'm not live obviously but yeah, uh, yeah where like they'll race them like over 100 miles at like yeah. full speed yeah and like the camels actually get violent on the dudes a little occasionally during it yeah. uh... <laughs> You never know when the thing's gonna buck the guy and spit, bite him by, like grab him by the head with his mouth. Like. They got it. They got it right. That's. I mean, fuck the horse race. Horse race. I mean, I love horse racing, but you know, you you wake these athletes and they break down. Then you got to shoot them. Have the horses fight back. Have the camels fight back at the jockeys. <laughs> yeah. You know, make it a two way street. <laughs> I'm. Sure. I, I want to bet on the animal. A I'm man, sure. animal versus man. I want to bet on the animal. Well, do you remember when they uh, Fox did that uh, man versus beast shit? Like yeah, they need, they need to bring sure. that back, dude. Where it's like, here's Usain Bolt going against a giraffe. Let's see how. Right this... They used to do that all the time, like race horses versus <laughs> humans and shit like that. Just all kinds of different kind of animal. Like even like that goes back from like the 70s and 50s and stuff. Like when they would like you know 
or Bob Feller versus a motor vehicle. Like right. Well, that's how they before speed before speed guns. That's how they would determine how fast you could throw a ball. Yeah. All right, we're gonna have this guy in a motorcycle go ninety miles an hour through a sheet of glass. Now, Feller toss a baseball. How's, <laughs> what's the science behind that? Whatever, whatever. It'll make a cool film. This guy's gonna take a cannonball to his gut over here later on. We're not sure. We're not sure what that proves. Uh, that's a lost art form. I actually was uh, watching like YouTube videos on like cannonball. Yeah. Gut guys. Chris Collinsworth raced a horse in Wild World of Sports. They, they had a back when it, he was a fast white receiver for the Bengals. <laughs> they had to race a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Daryl Green, Chris Collinsworth. Come yeah, come on. on. <laughs> you know, at least get the fastest man in the NFL. Yeah, like yeah, I would I would have watched Dion versus a uh, horse back in his prime. That would have been cool. To Absolutely, watch. we always say we always say uh, Mike Tyson. One there was a story one time he wanted to uh, he took a he rented out like the New York Brooklyn Zoo or something. He brought a he brought a, a date there. Brought a woman like to impress her, just walk around the zoo. And then he he he, he tried to get the security guards to let him into the tiger cage. He wanted <laughs> to fight the tigers. This <laughs> before like he was making and had tigers, and they wouldn't let him do it. But like. I'm pretty sure if he did fight like 80s Tyson in a tiger cage, like halfway through, two of the tigers would have joined Tyson's side. <laughs> Start fighting those tigers. Like, all right, we're, we're with this guy. <laughs> this I definitely guy's our god. Right. <laughs> uh, well, did you ever see that movie with uh, Lee Schreiber where he's like the guy that played the movie that Rocky was based on? Like, he was supposed to be the real-life Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's or the guy would like fight bear. Like he just I, died, didn't he? Yeah, I think no, so. He yeah, like he like his claim to fame was like he went the distance with all, or he got knocked out in the fifteenth round against Ali. I think it was like he made yeah, it all I the way. To the... I can't believe I'm slipping on his name. I have to look it up. That's gonna really bother me. <laughs> it's uh, Pete something, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it's like I right, keep going, but I have seen the movie. Well, yeah, he so he goes like. Uh, but like, he became like a circus, like Chuck Wepner. Chuck, Chuck Wepner, yeah. That, so that he became like more of a probably all show. And like you would think, if like, hey, I'm gonna go toe to toe with one of the best fighters on the planet, maybe I should focus on my fighting career. It's like, <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm just gonna do a bunch of blow and like fight like <laughs> ba- like a circ like a circus bear in a sideshow. Free- like, I know boxing's a rough life. Jersey Chuck Wepner. When I'm when Muhammad Ali just died just died a couple whatever it was four years ago when muhammad ali died obviously everyone's coming out and saying things and jay i remember she's was like msnbc or somebody interviewed chuck wepner on the phone and he was like tell him good ali stories and then chuck wepner's wife was saying i just saw a butterfly land like on the window so i think that's him like ah uh, uh, she thinks she thinks every beam of lights ali now she's into that cuckoo stuff and they're like okay chuck uh, thank you for calling in <laughs> you know he's a punch on fox i'm like man i want i want a reality show inside the wetner household that oh man amazing. that sounds awesome Honestly, yeah he lived he, he lived it hard that's actually a good idea for a reality show it's just uh a punch like 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 Larry Holmes, like Leon punch Spinks. Drunk? Yeah, just old punch drunk boxers all living together in a house. <laughs> punch drunk rehab. Yeah. <laughs> would... And have I Mike Tyson little... as the host of it. Like he's like the uh like the Ryan Seacrest yeah. of it. I mean it's a little exploited, but also, you know, it'll give them money and I want them to have money and not have to work, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't want those guys going back in the ring. And they will until yeah. they're seventy five, some of them. <laughs> Yeah, he was watching Roy Jones and Tyson. Dude, jump. I mean, I'm all, I was now, always impressed how Bernard Hopkins, like, he could still fight, like, way into it. Like, he was still really good in his mid to late 40s. He was amazing. Of course, he had he was a uh, a young mid-40s since he was. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, a guest of the, the penal right. system. He had, he, had, he had a few gap years, as they say, in the fight <laughs> business in the uh, federal prison. But yeah, Bernard Hawkins, Philly legend, love the hot sauce. Yeah. Okay, so I got to ask you about this one, uh, a Philly like urban legend of dude. Have you heard about the Marvin Harrison like uh... that he murdered somebody? Yeah, he actually did kill. So that's not a, that's not a legend at all. He did it. He, he, <laughs> so, yeah. he killed he killed a guy and got away with it. Yeah, like still, he, still he murdered that. a dude at his own bar in front of like all his friends. Street. I think it was down the street at that diner. 
But yes, he did. Yeah. Like he argues with this guy at his bar in front of all his friends. And then yeah. this guy's murdered with his gun. Not like the bullet traced yeah, back a, to his gun. Yeah. Marvin Harrison's a real deal. He's from Kensington. They're, they're, uh, he's, he's like legit Philly. Like fucking like, like he, <laughs> he, he kills someone and get away with it. And people will cover that up. He's, uh, his restaurant, his bar is kind of cool. Like restaurant. He's got, he's got sports women really stuff, but none of his stuff up. It's not like a shrine to him. He doesn't oh, want any cool. like Harrison stuff up. He's got like stuff that other players have given him and stuff I have to look at. He's like one high school thing of him up. That's it. Wow. There's a, a hilarious bar over here. He also has bodies in the back in <laughs> <laughs> murder weapons that he's hidden. There's a really funny bar here called the Tap Room. It's on uh, yeah. Charleston Boulevard. Uh-huh. And it's like an Italian American bar and grill kind of spot. And it's a Cleveland bar. And so they have all the stuff from when the Browns and Indians were good in like the fifties and sixties or whatever. Right. And that's it like, it's like 1947 Cle- uh, Cleveland Indian stuff. And then like Jim Brown era Browns. And it's just like a huge gap where the 95 <laughs> Indian, you know, like, yeah, yeah. there's like the Jim LeBron- hitting a homer once. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, okay. No, now we got LeBron. Like there's just yeah. huge gaps in this. Kelly, Hol- Kelly Holcomb got us into a wild card once. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's so funny going in there because like you're just looking at like the memorabilia there. I'm like, oh, they're really hurting for stuff in here. They That's funny, yeah, they're a rough town. I mean, LeBron brought it back, but yeah, I mean, it's the Indians. The people, people like obviously the Cubs, but the Indians are pretty underrated as far as misery and uh, our fans. Yeah, yeah, because, like, dude, the 97, man, were... That was... Uh, to lose to that Marlins team, that yeah. fake, fraudulent Marlins team that is bought together, and then deferred apart, and then with... That was, like, two outs in the ninth, too, I think, when Mesa... Yeah, and then it went to, like, the 14th, I want to say, that game seven, because, like, Tony and Fernandez... They, and they had a lead error. in the ninth, and Mesa blew it. Yeah. Six-fingered Jose Mesa. Didn't Tony Fernandez make an error there that, like, set that up? He did make an error, yeah. That was later on in extra innings. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was what co- ended up costing the game. That was a wild. That's every. That's amazing. That's every. That's why I kind of. Lo- that's why I do love about baseball playoffs and the World Series that it. There's always a goat. Like there's always something. There's always oh. someone who fucks up royally that they're remembered for why the other team won, no matter what, because the pressure's so high and it's oh, and it's just scrutinized. An error during the season means nothing, but well, someone's going to make an error. I, I feel like it, it's going to get swept. I mean, but that like that Dodgers Rays play where that wild finish in that one game where it looked like, oh yeah. god, are they just going to? And if they wouldn't have won that, I mean, everybody would have been looking back at that for the rest of the time, going, oh, that's one of the biggest collapses. But luckily, because of baseball, don't worry, the next day, Tampa Bay will be the GOAT, and then the manager will pull their Cy Young winner. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all people will think about then. Yeah. You just wait for the other guy to fuck up. I, that's half my college football betting strategy at this point is just like, all right, Les Miles at Kansas. He fucking sucks. Let's just bet against yeah, that. Right. I, don't, I don't care if they're a 38-point dog. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Let's fade these guys. Let's- yeah, let's fade that guy who was eating grass out there. Yeah. And, like, you fade him at 38. You're like, oh, I don't know about this. And they lose 63 to 10. You're like, that was easy as hell. <laughs> yep. Why did I not pour more on that? That's always the best. I was thinking that tonight. I took BYU tonight, and they were up 35-7 in the first quarter. I'm like, how did I not empty my account on this? Yeah. <laughs> 20-20. They could have lost it by now. Who knows? But they didn't. But, like... <laughs> I always love that. Well, I always love betting on BYU uh, because of the, like the Mormon mission rule, where it's like, yeah. dude, there's their redshirt seniors are all like 25. Yeah, they're 28. <laughs> they have family. They've they got six the kids. Dude. I know. They've like they've been out in the world. They got mortgage rates and shit. Yeah. Like these guys are there to, to handle some business, man. Yeah, you think they're you think they're gonna get nervous about the points setable? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're not gonna back down to fucking, you know, uh, like Nevada, Reno, dude. Like, that's right? Like... Exactly. Yeah, they're playing Central Florida or something. They don't give a shit. They gotta fucking. They gotta adjust their goddamn finance. They gotta. <laughs> they gotta recruit some more sister wives. <laughs> I, like for years, I was a UCLA uh, football season ticket holder at the Rose Bowl. Oh yeah. UCLA BYU there. Uh, there were some BYU girls sitting next to me one time, and I just walk up, piss ass around, go, oh, the sister wives are here, and they left midway through the first quarter. 
They didn't stick around for that. No, no. They, didn't enjoy, they didn't enjoy the time in LA. They didn't like my Bill Paxton big love references. <laughs> One time, what was it? Six months ago? It sounds, sounds like your reference is pretty uh, recent. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think this game was like 2015, I don't know. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it's always funny that like, oh, and like these college football schedules too, kind of, they're such garbage. Like it was kind of funny how COVID exposed a lot of that too, where like how Alabama would usually schedule a team like the Citadel in November just right. to just to give them a tune-up game before it gets serious. Like you shouldn't it's be. A like, joke. Yeah, it's it, a joke, and then they pay them to do it. Yep. These bowl games are funny. The bowl game, the Nevada bowl game that was on before this BYU on tonight, it was Nevada, uh, whoever, Tulane were playing. And I, they casually drop it in, like, oh, uh, oh, by the way, 28 Tulane players are out with COVID. No, they, <laughs> that tackle, that tackle who just gave up a sack, there's a play, Nevada had like five sacks in a row, like in a row. And they're like, yeah, that left tackle is usually a uh, scout team guard, but they had to teach him how to play left tackle. Like, well, why are they doing this? Dude, well, that game where Kansas State upset Oklahoma earlier in the season. Yeah. We're like half the, like their entire secondary, like every defensive back they had like on scholarship basically was right. out with COVID. So they were just grabbing random receivers, running backs, small linebackers, <laughs> running them wherever they could in the secondary scene. If they and they won, like how do you, how do you lose a team starting their like third string receivers in the the secondary? Like you should. Be That's able- what I do like how they're punished. They're trying to punish teams for having COVID now too. Like like I like people are complaining about Ohio, the Ohio State like because they only play like five six games or whatever and are changing. Yeah. The rule. They should change the rule. First of all, I want Ohio State's obviously the best. You know best team out of there but like you you can't make fun of them because they got covid or had to be canceled games because someone else got fucking covid it's not like they it's not like they chickened out of football games well and that's what that was 20 saying he ranked like i was eleven. He's like yeah they don't got much tape they didn't even want to play this year well and like virginia tech had like 38 guys out at one point and they were like they went on a right. three-game winning streak or what during yeah. that <laughs> <I know. laughs> and like they were beating the shit out of a couple people there so it's like it was i really feel like the people too that are like really making a big deal about the ohio like you said ohio state making the playoff it's like can we all agree this year is just a big asterisk year in all sports? Right. Like it's a huge punt. Like, are we really going to look at the Dodgers and the Lakers and uh, Tampa Bay as as true champions out of this? I'll, I'll give it. To, I'll LA, give it to the NFL. Yeah. I'll give it to the NFL. NFL champs are true champ because they're playing a full season and they're right. gonna, like that's cool. Even still, no crowds, whatever. But no, I hear what you're saying. Um, especially LA fans, but like. I'm for Ohio State getting. I'm even for Notre Dame getting. Like, what do you you want to see Cincinnati play Alabama? You really want to see that? <laughs> like, it's going to be a, a massacre. I I would rather have just seen them do an eight teamer this year. This has been the perfect year to yeah, add, it really would have been to add an extra game and uh, throw a few more teams in there. It would have made them more money because it, the TV revenue would have been a lot better on that. Like they could have gone to sixty-four team tournament for Christ's sake. Yeah. So would, get rid of get rid of the bowls altogether. What these people are going they're going down to uh, Boise for whatever they're traveling for these bowl games. And like every kid with any kind of NFL ambitions just immediately sitting out of the bowl. So it's like right. <laughs> it's like that's not even a COVID scratch in that situation. That's just oh man. Well that's um we got notes. You got notes. You checking? There? I do. I do because I want to make sure I went over everything. All right. All right. I think. I think we cut everything. Uh, I well, think that was good. What's what? Like, well, what's your absolute number one favorite thing to go gamble on? Because like mine's actually shooting craps. I love yeah. the thrill of the dice table, man. That's craps, so much fun. Craps is definitely the most fun of all the casino games. Yeah, for sure, by far. Like I used to play poker all the time, but poker's not fun socially. You can't go to a casino. Like, yeah, let's go play poker. Like that, because you gotta sit there forever and be patient. It sucks. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start going there Friday nights, Saturday nights from like 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. and see if there's any drunk frat boys looking to lose their money. Yeah, you, I mean, there's definitely uh, there's definitely great games that wise in Vegas. And that's why my friends who moved out there just for that, just to take easy money. Because it's so hard. Because a lot of people, not everyone knows how to play it now. Yeah, yeah, it's like rounders you know. came along, and then that yeah. led to the uh, ESPN wave, and then you know. Right. So there's real no edge or advantage there. Everybody's Phil Ivy now. I like playing Omaha just because you pot and pray, just toss your chips in there and see what happens. We get four cards, you know. We play, 
we were playing five card when this when this when this pandemic first started. Like, I local poker games in Westchester, back Chicago, they run it on apps and stuff now, and um, so you can just during a pandemic you just do that all day i'm like this is great i'll do this all day <laughs> all night and then after a week i'm like yeah this is what i'm doing all day and night <laughs> and uh this is not good <laughs> so i did have to stop we we're playing like five five card it was just, just it's just disgusting dude i went out like last year like march madness the, the last march madness that happened the mm-hmm. one uh the, the opening rounds i went down to laughlin it was my 40th birthday that weekend or the week before but uh, dude, I, start, I was playing heads up hold'em. Have you ever played that? Yeah, yeah that's fun. Where it's like I mean, it's basically like blackjack. You get it is. It's fast, and you get soaked, and it's like <laughs> you get your ass handed to you real quick. Yeah, you got to play. I mean, you're playing pretty much every hand, and you know, or sixty percent of the hands. You got to make stands with nothing, and it's like. But it's definitely interesting. A lot of people. That's all they play, like the professionals and shit. Wow. I, 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 uh, yeah, I got my ass handed me. Not all they specialize. There's people that specialize in. Yeah, don't don't do that. It's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's quick though. If you want to lose your money, with, that's the thing with craps. Craps, you craps is fun. You put your money down, you roll a dice, and then they take it, and then and it's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. Yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> or sometimes someone else rolls the dice, and it's just gone. And it's uh, gone. Right? Someone can roll. You can roll vote against. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm uh, pissed that Texas Station was a victim to COVID because they had uh like. During like certain hours, they'd have dollar craps there, and it would be fun just to oh. like, like that's so much fun to just to sit there and blow through twenty, forty bucks. Real, it quick really money. is. That's the only way to do. It. Is it that Irish casino? That place is closed, right? Doing the strip. That one's closed. Yeah. Um. No, this was at Texas was Station. They had, they had like fifty cent tables and stuff. Dude, the Sun Coast over by me, they have five dollar single deck blackjack table. Oh, that's pretty great. Like, yeah. I mean, that's to me. I keep doing that. Yeah, that's if I'm gonna go play table games around here, that's what I go do. Yeah, and he still give you free drinks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean that's a night. Yeah, I mean. Oh lord. <laughs> you know what's cool there here is like the I like going to the the bowling alley lounge at the local casino. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bowling I, alley in the casino, and then the lounge within the bowling alley within the casino. It is I think you start. I think you started an Instagram blog or something. Just like the weirdest places that have video poker and gambling in Vegas. So like. I, I I'm now I'm getting fascinated with other venues like bowling alleys. Oh well, I'm gonna go play some slots real quick. You know, <laughs> well, the oh, 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, I'm at, I'm at a pet store. Well, I want to play a little Wheel of Fortune real quick here before I <laughs> buy my parakeet. <laughs> no, my dude. The first night I moved here, like I walked down to the local 7-Eleven. I was like, hey, let me tie my local 7-Eleven walk. I want to see what this is about. Yeah. I walk down, buy some beer. I'm walking back, and but like as I'm walking in, I just see like ambu- like a big fire truck, ambulance, lights going off, and some morbidly obese like moo lady took a uh-huh. header right off the stool and, <laughs> and cracked her skull on the 7-Eleven floor, and they revived her, and they're trying to like, hey, you clearly have a concussion, you need to go to the doctor, like, you know, and she was like, fuck you, I got like $35 on this machine, Absolutely. I'm gonna play this out. <laughs> she was pointing, she was pointing to the Slurpee machine, right? Yeah, it, it was, $35. I, got $35. I got $35 on it, I mean, she, she was, uh, like when they talk about whales in Vegas, I don't think they mean her. Like, she... hey, that, that, nah. <laughs> that's how you end it. <laughs> All right, anything you want to plug on the way out, dude? Um, Business Lockrooms are podcast. Uh, CJSullivanComedy.com is a website. Check out my show vids on my YouTube page where I did shows on my balcony all during the mid-pandemic. Yeah, those have been really cracking me up, man. Those were hilarious. <laughs> like... I stopped. Uh, it was the crowd clapping for first responders and nurses and stuff. First responders, whatever. Uh, nurses and stuff like that. And I acted like the show was for actually they were clapping for me. No, do a comedy show every night for them. <laughs> show. So if you go to my CJ Sullivan YouTube page, you're all their show vids. And I had to stop. Then they just, uh, then LA just got bored of thanking the nurses. Like, yeah, we're not going to clap for them anymore. Yeah, they're they're working harder than ever now. <laughs> and it's a George Floyd thing. Yeah, we're, not, we're not really feeling it anymore with the nurses. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping a nice, nice final third wave comes here in January. First vaccine comes and I can, Start that show vid back up. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by, man. This is I love it. Time. It's been great. And I want to watch when I come out to Vegas, I definitely want to hit you up. Yeah, dude. We'll do a, uh, you come in studio and do a, we'll, 
Because, like, you know, when I originally started this show, the plan was... Is to... that the studio, by the way, behind <laughs> this you? This is my apartment, yeah. yeah. A weight bench or a laundry... <laughs> it's dry for No, but, like, the whole idea was, like, I'm going to... Oh, my friends will come out, you know, every now and then or whatever. Yeah. And we'll go out and review local spots. Like, so I would take okay. you to the bowling alley or whatever, you know? We'd I would love it. I would love to Do that kind of stuff. But then I realized, like... Oh, this thing's never going to end. I better just uh, talk to people about gambling stories and shit. For a while. <laughs> <laughs> they go on forever. <laughs> That's great. That's realized. This thing's never going to end. Fuck it. Plan B. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for joining the show. And thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll see you later. And that was this week's show with CJ Sullivan. I thank you so much for joining me every week. Or I hope you start joining me every week. I don't know. Whatever whatever your deal is, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But thank you so much for being a part of it. And if you love what's going on, you want to keep up to date on the news, I don't over-tweet or over-post on social media. So feel free to follow us at LuxOpsPod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us on Patreon where I've been doing a special little drinking series where me and my friends get drunk and talk about Simpsons episodes and stupid shit. But you can find that at patreon.com slash luxopspod. Thank you all so much for joining me and we will continue this ride together. Carry on my wayward sons. <laughs>